0: And speaking of finding out the truth, no one does it better than the NYPD, the greatest force in the world, I want to say. And on the line with us right now is the NYPD chief of detectives, James Essig and detective chief. You did such an incredible job finding that individual, that man that, uh, brutally bashed that woman in the head in Queens. How did you guys do it so quickly?
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Good afternoon, everybody. And, uh, you know, you thanked me, but I couldn't be prouder of the New York City detectives, particularly from our transit squad, uh, 108th Precinct Detective Squad, and our Queens North Homicide Squads, who uh, really brought this horrible, uh, shocking incident to a conclusion really quick. Uh, you know, anybody who watched that video of that subway, was, uh, it was really sickening to watch. But, uh, you know, so I'll just walk you through it, if I can, just Please. real quick. Uh, what, what we did there. So this happens last Thursday, you know. So we have an innocent, totally innocent woman walking home from work after a hard day's work. Uh, everybody's seen the video where she goes to uh, down the stairs to the subway system on Queens uh, Plaza stairwell. Uh, a male follows her. He has a cane. He's wearing dark clothing, blue jeans. He tries to grab her bag from her, and then he tries to kick her. She falls down the stairs. And then uh, he takes out a hammer, uh, what it appeared to be a hammer, and hits her repeatedly, oh repeatedly God. upon the head, a really gruesome attack. Um, our, our police officers respond really quick. She's taken to Cornell Hospital, fractures, the skull fractures to the head, internal bleeding and lacerations in really serious condition. Uh, you know, so then our investigation begins. We have to take this guy off the street As quickly as possible so I mean the detectives using good old-fashioned detective skills and you know modern technology video tracking property uh, the victim's uh, credit card was taken we knew that from her bag we were able to track the usage to a nearby store as we go into the store we were then able to identify the person who had those credit cards Uh, you know good old-fashioned interviews by the detective We get a name, a lead. Uh, We also follow our perpetrator, uh, uh, the individual who committed this attack. We follow him about seven or eight blocks over into Astoria near the Queensbridge houses. Over there, it's a pantry. Uh, Again, good old fortune detective work. Our detectives out there showing pictures, uh, interviewing people. We get information that he has relatives in the area. We're able to talk to those relatives. We get into the house and we recover the victim's purse, the cane, and the hammer that was used in this incident. So now we have a we have an ID on our, our perpetrator. We give it to our warrant squad and they pick him up in Lower Manhattan at a, at a shelter which he was residing in. So we wrap this up really pretty quick and it, it and it. Uh, just a cr- true credit to all involved particularly the detectives who did this case That's two in a row you got the you got that guy from uh, the the Burger King on 116th Street That was a great yeah. result Yeah yeah uh you know I'll get you know do miss- I'm we scared can- to ask, I'm I'm scared to ask you I hope these guys are in jail Well he's still in he's uh, charged with attempted murder robbery, first degree, and assault, first degree, which are serious offenses, and he's still in. Chief, how what, many priors did yeah, he, he have? To say, what does his rap sheet look like? Uh, in New York City, he from 1983 to 93, he had four arrests, burglary, robbery, possessions. Uh, but uh, he was from South Carolina. He had uh, another four arrests from South Carolina from uh, 2000 to 2019. Again, burglary, robberies, kidnappings, but nothing. So he just really came back. Jump off the page that would, you know, show this level of violence. You know, he Chief, just recently came back to New York City, then it looks like it. He took an arrest in South Carolina in 2019. That's the last arrest mm-hmm. we have in New York. It was 1993.
0: Chief Essig, there was another disturbing video, a subway attack in the Wakefield uh, station in the Bronx. Uh where a woman was attacked with feces. The guy's been arrested. He had dozens upon dozens of arrests on his record. He was was arraigned earlier today. Do we know, is he still behind bars? Because that's the frustrating part for so many New Yorkers. A lot of these guys have these long rap sheets. They're violent. And we just want to be safe. We want to be able to walk down the street and be able to take the subway. This lady was just sitting there minding her own business when this guy walks up to her and smashes a bag of feces on her.
1: Yeah, we see that more and more people with long arrest histories, a lot with mental histories out there, and they uh, continuously do the crimes. Uh, my detectives, we are out there, we make the arrests, we bring them before the judge, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, in many instances, they they return right to the street. Uh, uh, it's a, that you know uh, we've put our foot down here at WABC and and we are telling the politicians New Yorkers are as mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore and and uh, we got to cha- change that bill uh, law uh, this November. Uh, I mean, uh, right now our politicians in Albany uh, they they fear the woke culture more than they fear. Uh, uh, the common sense people. Okay, and Detective, it's uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Nice to talk to you again. I want you to right. know I talk to my former colleagues all the time in criminal court and Supreme Court, and they are tired of it too. And they want to back back up law enforcement and public safety, and they're hamstrung by this ridiculous law that came out of the state legislature. We need to change that law because the judges want to support public safety.
0: Because right now judges can't consider prior bad acts, correct? Uh-huh.
1: You know, it has to be you want to you want to nail them on a, on dangerousness We're the only state in the entire country that you, a judge cannot hold someone in based on dangerousness alone. But, okay. You know, it's the perfect storm because you also have the prosecutors frustrated because they have to disclose all the discovery within 10 days. It's open, open file discovery, which is another problem.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you well, so the much. NYPD always gets their man. Oh, woman. Yeah. They, great they job. Do. They do a great fantastic job. job, job. And chief. we just need to keep backing them up and supporting them. They have a great new chief of police, Keyshawn Sewell, so yeah. we, you know, and Mayor Adams, they can bring this city back. Thank you. So, right. Thank you so much. Thank and- you
1: so much. Thank you for all your support. Take thank care. you. Have a great and, uh, night. We, we lost, uh, I understand, uh, Chief uh, Joe Esposito lost his wife,
0: and uh, we're very sad about that tonight. Right. I just saw that Chris, yeah. his wife Chris. Oh our our, our prayers, are with, the prayers Espo- are with him. With the Esposito yeah. Great family. Great people. Yes. You know what, Chief? We
1: have the back here at ABC. John has the back of all of NYPD and all of law enforcement. So
0: well, thank you guys. Thank you. you. Now when we come back, we're going to have Scott Pruitt and we're gonna talk about the war on American energy.